0: A good time. My, oh my. He well, here's the man. thing. Ellen has some things to say to fans. I have no idea what they are or when or how she's going to say them, but we've got some ideas courtesy of one Ellen herself. That's right. What? Ellen has said when and how she's going to be speaking to her fans about all the um, latest gossip and drama surrounding her show and Workplace toxicity, among other things, sexual assault, harassment, racism, um, and just some really nasty things like don't look at me. We'll get to more of that in just a moment. Good That's afternoon. That's nasty. That's nasty. There's a lot of nasty on the show today. By the way, listen to our first hour. There's some really nasty stuff at the top of the show. <laughs> but first, but wait, but third, there's more. Yay. It's the one o'clock two o'clock hour. Hi, Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Colleen will be back on Thursday. We are going to talk about Ellen because, oh look at this! A paparazzo just happened to catch up to her in Santa Barbara after uh, three top producers were uh, canned following accusations of creating a toxic workplace, including but not limited to pulling out their wieners. Hi, Holly. Hi. <laughs> so they found. Uh,
1: Hi. They found just, Ellen. Oh, they found oh. Mm, they found Ellen.
0: They just happened to happen ah. upon Ellen as she was stepping out of her Lambo. What's it called? Oh, we looked up this vehicle that she's yes. driving.
1: All right. Well, I'm assuming that's Ellen's car. Yeah, it's a, ni- a 2019 Lamborghini Urus, which now-
0: we did not. We had to like do some deep digging on uh, the Google. Actually, it wasn't that hard. But you you noticed it was a Lamborghini, and then we looked up this thing. It's called like the first suv sports car
1: we're too poor to even know what this car is what i'm telling you is that if this is ellen's car this car is two hundred thousand dollars and looks like the batmobile you Me- know she's just a gal hanging out in santa barbara I was just hanging out just- in my
0: very expensive vehicle and then she just happens to turn see a camera there waiting for her and says uh you know i'm gonna talk about i'm gonna talk to my fans They asked her, the paparazzi asked her about the firing of those three top executives, which we mentioned, and those top executives, again, were let go. Although, you know, they never, I never saw the word fired. It was always like they went their separate ways, which is a really just kind of, I don't like that. These guys were accused of doing some heinous things and just saying, or just allowing them to say that they went you know their separate ways seems as though they're not having to be held accountable at all.
1: Yeah, get so that.
0: It just seems awkward, and it seems really kind of just smarmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they asked her about those uh, firings, and she said basically, um, "I'll be talking to my fans," which means likely she's not going to say anything until her show premieres. And we just found out from Elizabeth Reese today that her show is going to premiere what, the 14th of September, so in a couple weeks?
1: Yeah, it's going to premiere in a couple of weeks. But, you know, and and to Elizabeth Reese's point, television professional that she is, I was like, of course Ellen's not going to say anything until her show debuts, because that is going to drive ratings through the roof. And right now, the Ellen DeGeneres show needs a lot of help because people are not super interested in watching her show right now.
0: Yeah, I was thinking from more like a crisis management standpoint, like you want to get out there in front of the story, own everything, like own all the worst stuff because it's going to come out anyway. Just get it over with, rip the Band-Aid off, do it, and then move on. The problem with that uh, math that I was doing in my head is that it doesn't account for the fact that she's got a show, and if you spill uh, all the details or spill the beans, as it were, before the premiere of the show don't have a reason to watch the show and I don't know if you know this we're really having a hard time keeping things afloat these days so anything they can do to get people to put eyeballs on her show it would just make total sense as Elizabeth pointed out um, for her to say anything in the context of the show
1: right but you know and Ellen by keeping it to her show She's controlling the narrative. It's not like Ellen is going to be talking to the New York Times about this. Yeah. Ellen isn't talking to Variety about this. She's not talking to any kind of outlet that could potentially hold her accountable in a way that would make her feel uncomfortable. Because right now she's controlling the narrative. By going out and conveniently taking a casual walk in Santa Barbara in her vehicle that's a quarter of a million dollars and asking the paparazzi to show up and take pictures of her. Because last week it was Ellen in Montecito having a casual glass of wine with Kevin Hart. Just, you know, two pals hanging out. Just on a two pa- pals. Just who, just oh, by a the video. way, both
0: have been struck with, you know, scandal. Of yeah. late.
1: Uh-huh. So it's at, in that way. Ellen is using tabloid media to keep this narrative going so that we do stay interested in hearing what she has to say on her own show.
0: I have a question for you. Yeah. So why do you think this is a very broad question and not related to the specifics of this particular story, but Ellen in general? What is it that changed? Is it the moment we find ourselves in that has sort of turned public opinion against Ellen? Um... Or is this just, you know, a long time coming stories finally bubbling to the surface that have always been there? Is it just that we like to tear down people that we once hold up? Like, what do you think is the reason this moment finds us um, putting Ellen in a different light?
1: I would like to answer that question, Brad, and I would say that it's all of the above. We have a perfect storm Regarding Ellen, because when this conversation really got going earlier this year, it was because of people feeling empowered to talk about the true nature of Ellen on the Internet. It was just like people, random people going on Twitter Mm -hmm. and sharing their experiences. And in our cultural moment, people have felt empowered to come forward and speak truth to power in a way that I would argue five, ten years ago. They just didn't have Well, social media. It was in its relative infancy back in 2010. Twitter was there. Yeah. But we weren't using Twitter or Facebook in the way that we use it now. Yeah. So I think it's all of this stuff kind of coming together and people feeling empowered to talk about it. Because in all these conversations with people on social media, everyone's like, well, this was an open secret. We knew what was going on, but we didn't say anything because we got to toe the company line at the end of the day. We got to save face. And now people are feeling emboldened that they don't necessarily have to do that anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, it's a perfect storm. There are a number of variables that have gone together. And um, it'll be interesting to see how she responds when she actually steps forward and speaks, how she will. I mean, I kind of feel like I know what she's going to do. Doesn't it seem so obvious? Like she's just going to do the like, I know things have, you know, been really painful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they've been painful for me too so painful. it's been very distressing for me to hear these stories and so this is not who I am no. and this is not who I would like my show to be no. and together we are going to change and I am going to be a better person and then she'll you know dance around in her tennis. And give away a few cars and then move on. But I I just feel like I don't know that that's going to work, right?
1: I, you know, I think I will be really curious to see how long the Ellen DeGeneres show lasts in as much as the public's tastes are changing in what they want out of their entertainment. And is Ellen what people want? I I cannot answer with positive uh, feelings on that as we move forward into the, because it is a new, it's a new decade. Yeah. We are here in time and space. Well, believe and, it or not. And I don't
0: know if you've been paying attention the last six to nine months. The world has been changing at warp speed and suddenly, you know, Ellen coming out and dancing and pretending that, you know, the world isn't in flames around us seems a little, uh, um, dissonant. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so obvious. I don't think it's personal, although I think there is a personal aspect in the way that Ellen has handled these things, and mm-hmm. clearly some of the stories indicate that some of it's personal, but from a broader perspective, it seems like, to your point, the, the audience has changed or is demanding something different.
1: And that happens. Totally. G- we are nothing... But in constant change. Speaking of
0: change, oh, my God, you know what, what changed over what? the weekend? What? Zac Efron's zip code. And we need what? to talk about why. And we'll do it when we come back. Oh, take it off, Zach. All right, we're going to rush over to the corner of our room. And we'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Hit me, baby, one more time. Right, oh, baby, baby, baby we got to get... The band back together for a Zach attack. Do we still have our Zach attack? Did we have a Zach attack sounder at some point no. on the Colleen and Bradley no, show? No, we had
1: the hunt for a hot zach October, but no, that's, I, that's lost to history. Right. I'm well, sorry.
0: Good afternoon and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. The best thing you're going to listen to from noon to three right here on my Talk 1071 It's also the only thing you're going to hear from noon to three, but...
1: How about we just use this?
0: Yes! Zach Efron update. You know we love Zach Efron on the Colleen and Bradley show, and I've got sad news for all of you Zach followers. Oh, no, he is. uh, Well, he's not coming back to the United States.
1: Why? <laughs> Why does hot Zach have to leave the continent and go to one of the furthest places from us on planet Earth?
0: Thank you, uh, thank you. It's
1: not like he's going to Omaha.
0: I always think to myself, oh gosh, what was what would be worse, Omaha or Australia? Um. But I did want to share with you this headline I saw. Exclusive! Zac Efron cancels his flight back to L.A. and will stay, capital, all caps, stay in Australia. After he, quote, made an offer, you can't refuse. Actually, on a property in Byron Bay. Um, also, this comes from the Daily Mail, which is total trash, but I love trash. Yes. Can I tell you that? I am the trash heap from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Hello! I am the trash heap! Anyway, um... The Daily Mail's byline for this story is, have you spotted Zac Efron in Australia? Email tips at DailyMail.com. Anyway, so they're hot on Zach's trail, just like we are on the Colleen and Bradley show. And we heard rumors that he was going to buy a a home in Byron Bay, which is sort of the Beverly Hills. Well, it's probably not Beverly Hills, maybe Santa Barbara uh, of uh, Australia of their East Coast.
1: Hot celebrities live in Byron Bay.
0: Yeah, maybe Malibu. I don't know. Anyway, um, but Zac Efron apparently was looking for a house. Well, apparently, according to some source that was squawking to the Daily Mail uh, over in Australia, he uh, has found a place and he got his visa, his um, tourist visa extended, so he can stay there for the rest of the year. And he actually went so far is to cancel his flight back to L.A. (laughs) Now, wouldn't you? I feel like I would love to be in some fancy, you know, sexy town in Australia that's on the beach with a bunch of other celebrities. By the way, Australia, I don't think, is having the same coronavirus pandemic issues that we are in the United States. So perhaps that was a motivating factor. I don't know. But here's what I do know. The Daily Mail has the best sources, Holly.
1: Mm, The best.
0: Literally, they have Gladys Kravitz, somebody who must be living across the street from Zach or is like your cousin's best friend, because here's what the source says to Australia or uh, to the Daily Mail, not to the country. Um, Quote, he was only planning to fly home if he had to. He didn't really want to go back to America. Rude. Apparently, that's it. (laughs) Apparently, he'd purchased the plane ticket like several months ago um, in case his application for a visa extension was denied um, by the Department of Home Affairs, which I think is in Australia. Um, But it seems like he got his request to have his tourist visa extended from three to 12 months. It was granted. So that's why he canceled his home trip. Apparently, the Daily Mail Australia also understands that Zach received a last minute refund for his ticket. Which I just love Um, the detail there. It's like...
1: Was this Gladys Kravitz (laughs) working for the airline? (laughs) Because it's like... Gladys at Delta. Gladys at Delta.
0: (laughs) Zach is not coming back because I processed his refund.
1: (laughs) That would not surprise me at all. But here's where I'm concerned, Brad, is that Brad's... er, Zach's got a gig. He's got to get back to work.
0: What's his gig at... Oh, wait. No, what's his gig?
1: He got cast in the lead in the Disney Plus remake of Three Men and a Baby.
0: Oh, yes! So he's going to have to come
1: back at some are, point. you got to come back.
0: Unless he's doing like. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts
1: Pretty sure that's JLo And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like a CGI thing and he just has to like, you know, find a closet in his new home in Byron Bay, put up a green screen and like do,
1: do, do, holding do, a baby. Do, do. Whoa, look at this baby. I don't know what to do with it. I'm just a hot man with a baby. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's essentially the movie. Let's be real. <laughs> yep. Um, they did say, they go on to say the Daily Telegraph, uh, or the Daily, excuse me, the Daily Mail went on to say that this news comes just days after the Daily Telegraph reported that Zach had inspected, quote, unquote, and put in an offer on a home in Byron Bay. Apparently, though, Holly... This is sad news. Oh. He was apparently outbid at the last minute by a rival buyer.
1: Oh, no, honey, Zach, I'm sorry. You know what? It's a it's a seller's market out there. Apparently it is in Australia, too. But here, Bradley, here's where I'm going to find the silver lining in this story. Okay. So two of them. One, we Please know Zach is coming back to the United States. He has a job, Yeah, and he's probably not going to shoot that Disney Plus three men and a baby in the closet. I don't think the technology is there yet. True.
0: So he's got to come back to American soil at some point.
1: Here's the other great point. Okay. Byron Bay, Australia Mm -hmm. is where noted hot gentleman Chris Hemsworth has his 11 million euro compound Mm. and he likes to work out shirtless on the beach.
0: What I'm saying... I can't even...
1: Yeah. Is, I think, Zach Efron thirsty working out on the beach, Chris Hemsworth thirsty working know, out on the beach. I know, right?
0: I want to watch this series on Quibi <laughs> or some streaming service. That's probably not Netflix because I feel like Netflix already gave him a series and they don't really, they're not, that's not the level they're really.
1: Well, for. and then Quibi gave Zach Efron a series and never showed it. What and happened? We still don't know, Brad. That's a total mystery. Well, we- I have
0: my theories, but.
1: To, uh, what happened during the filming of mm-hmm. Killing Zac Efron? Well, look, I think that Chris That's Hemsworth... Uh, Chris Hemsworth also has a Quibi
0: show. He I, does? I think. What's it called?
1: I don't Shirtless know. Byron Bay? I wish. Then I'd actually drop $8 on Quibi. Thanks, Jeffrey Katzenberg. But until we get that, I think he does have a working relationship with them. So I'm just... I'm imagining the bounty of hotness that awaits us. Because Australia is moving into summer, and it's going to oh, get hot. Oh, that's right. And the shirts are going
0: to come out Well, off. no wonder Zach doesn't want to come back. He certainly isn't going to want to come back in this moment for a number of reasons, but also the weather. Yeah. Might as well stay there for the summer.
1: <sighs> it's going to be a hot Zach summer. Ugh. Okay. Ugh.
0: Here, I, I would just like to suggest that somebody send me to Australia to hunt down, metaphorically, Zach Efron. For like my talk I could be like the correspondent trying to find him like I could go to the coffee shops
1: you're gonna be like David Attenborough yes
0: like pull back a bush <laughs> here we see the shirtless Zac Efron okay we gotta go when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show crazy stupid idiots that aren't named Bradley or Holly on my talk 1071. Oh, there are so many idiots in the world, you guys. Don't you just love it when you're not the stupidest person in the room? (laughs) And that's going to be the truth, (laughs) at least for the next few minutes on this show. I can't promise the rest of your day, however. Good afternoon, and welcome back to The Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm The Bradley. The Colleen will be back on Thursday. Holly is here, of course. And it's time to get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
1: It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots.
0: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. dumb people doing dumb things reputedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of
1: Florida,
0: Florida. and sometimes other places, but most of the time, Florida, and that's where we're going to start today. Yeah. Yep. We're going to Clearwater, also the home of...
1: Scientology.
0: Ding, ding to the ding. But we're not talking about ding-dongs uh, at the Church of Scientology. We're talking about 27-year-old Herbert McClellan. Well, hi, Herb. Uh, because of something that he did after walking into a Speedway gas station around 2 a.m. on Tuesday of last week. Do you know what he did, Holly? Um, Did he do
1: a... <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr.?
0: (laughs) No, he did not pull a Jerry Falwell Jr. in the corner.
1: Did he steal something?
0: He uh, did steal something. He actually stole 13-somethings. Unlucky for him. Uh, 13 what?
1: 13 Lil Debbie snacks.
0: Oh, but man, that would be every... Although, they're so cheap to begin with, it's like you're stealing. So, I mean... No, not Little Debbies.
1: Not Little Debbies. Mm -hmm. Something Um, a little more
0: valuable or potentially very valuable.
1: Oh, the cash register?
0: No, scratch-off tickets. Oh. Yes, Herbert McClellan stole 13 different scratch-off lottery tickets while the clerk was distracted. He then left the store paying... Uh, without paying for the tickets, which were worth about a 100 bucks, But obviously, right, scratch-off tickets are worth so much more potentially than their face value, right? Right. Well, remember I said he's a crazy stupid idiot, and so far he just did some garden-variety theftery. Mm. You know what the crazy stupid idiot part was?
1: Did he scratch and win and then lose the tickets?
0: You were halfway there.
1: He scratch and won, and
0: then and, what? Well, here's what he did do. One of the tickets offered a thirty dollar prize. Remember, he stole a hundred dollars worth of tickets. One of those tickets ended up being worth thirty dollars.
1: Well, that's a tidy profit. That's nice. Like a way to go. That's you not, know, That's, that's a, a
0: negative profit. That,
1: well, no, because he, if you steal, True. you're not paying for anything. True. Now so, that is a fair
0: point. So he. <laughs> He stole $100 and then he had a chance to steal 30 more. And so he did. He went back to the store from whence he stole the tickets and attempted to cash the tickets in.
1: Oh, honey. Oh, honey. You, you could have had $30. So he could've.
0: won the lottery of the jail and Yay! is now in jail. <laughs> Bye. You know, I kind of feel like I would maybe, I don't know, give that ticket to somebody else and tell them to go somewhere else.
1: Or why don't you just go to another gas station? It's not like there aren't, uh, they aren't plentiful
0: in Clearwater, Florida. Yeah, right? Just he walk- literally went to the same store. And not the next day, Holly. A few hours later. Oh. So they were like, oh, you're uh. the dude that stole all of our tickets.
1: Hi. Oh, I feel so sad. Oh, we'll get you it's your $30.
0: Like- Hold on a moment. beep boop bapoo beep
1: 911.
0: Yeah, and there was probably like a lot of gas stations. There might have been an off-duty police officer uh just hanging out drinking a Slurpee or something in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help myself. <laughs> Which is what he said, "Hey."
1: <laughs> we'll get to that in the next segment again.
0: Okay. Who do you got?
1: Uh, I've got somebody. We don't know this person's name because they are at large, Bradley. This is a crazy, stupid idiot that we need to be on the lookout for. Okay. is some dude in Massachusetts.
0: A dude in Massachusetts. What's the dude doing?
1: A dude in Springfield, Massachusetts. This guy is a crazy, <laughs> stupid covidiot. idiot What so, did the dude do? What did the dude do? You don't want to do what the dude did. Okay. All right. This happened at a Walmart. Done and done. Thank you. This happened on Walmart in Springfield, Massachusetts. There was a guy, this guy, was going around giving people hugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, hugs See? Are...
0: See? Oh, wait. Oh, I said covid oh, I said covid oh Yeah, we're not doing that. No, you we're not know. giving hugs.
1: We are not giving hugs right now.
0: Oh, the, felt, the fact that I thought that might even have been a possibility means I'm not even grounded on planet Earth today. Okay, go on.
1: So, this unidentified guy walked up to a man at a Walmart in Springfield. And took an item from the guy's hand and then gave the guy a hug. What? And he reportedly told the victim, quote, just giving you a COVID hug. You now have COVID. No!
0: And then laughed and walked away. So he literally was hugging people and then telling them he gave them COVID. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: Not only with this guy, but with other customers
0: at this Walmart. Like what? Like, do we know why he was doing this? Was he st- taking stuff? He wasn't stealing. Oh, so you said he took something out well, of her hand. Yeah,
1: so that he could go in for the hug. It was like, you know, oh. let, let me take this toilet paper off of your hand, bro, and let me give you a hug. Come on in. Come on in. Let's give a hug.
0: No, 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 no. And then
1: was like, ha, you got COVID. now.
0: <laughs> that Look, is man, heinous. That is heinous. We're not
1: doing hugs right now, no. We just like we are not. So just don't do it. And don't don't do it especially with a stranger and then you tell them that you give them COVID. That is not what we are doing right now. Now he is being th- sought out by authorities for assault and battery and making terroristic threats. So this guy is gonna be See, in trouble.
0: This is one of those people who's like, What? Well, it was just a joke. I was just joking, I don't have COVID. <sighs> That's like the people. Remember when people were on airplanes and they were saying terrible things about you know like I gotta I don't even want to say it because (laughs) I feel like see
1: (laughs) you don't yes well it's like saying something in a movie theater yeah right
0: yeah like you don't you don't
1: we don't do that now this person according to Massachusetts state law anyone who communicates a threat either directly or indirectly in writing or by other means, can be charged with making terroristic threats. And that's what this guy is going to get charged with when he's found. Now, it probably won't take a long time to find this guy because they have a pretty clear picture from the CCTV of this guy. So it's only a matter of time that yeah. we'll find out who this guy is. But
0: don't do it. Don't do take That's Yeah, I'm not having it, Mm-mm. especially in this moment. Thank you.
1: I'm having another crazy stupid idiot. Who do we do we have another one?
0: Do we have time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let's get real with this story. Okay, so um I want to tell you about a guy named Russell. Oh. Russell is 45. He's probably normally a very outgoing person. But that's not the story of or the side of Russell I want to tell you about today. I want to tell you about a side of Russell that potatoes? <laughs> Sorry. Russell potatoes. Sorry. No, I want to tell you about a side of Russell. Actually, you're not far off. Not potatoes. Plums? What? Roses? Ficus? Diefenbachia? Plants? Ding, ding, ding. Okay, so I think Russell might really like plants. Um. Like in this way? <laughs> no. No, thank God, no. I
1: mean, it's a thing. It's a thing. Um,
0: Apparently, um, well, he liked plants so much that he happened upon some plants that were not his. And let's just say he stole them. Okay, so he just he committed a crime. He committed a crime, <laughs> but that's like
1: oh, der, 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 der. I, I like that one. I'm gonna take it.
0: That's not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. I mean, stealing plants is a little weird of the things that are being stolen. I probably wouldn't steal them, but you know, whatever. Then right? it's rude. Um, however, it was the excuse Russell gave when they asked him. Authorities asked him about the the thefted plants that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Would you like to know? Uh, He didn't give an excuse as to why they were stolen as to when he was asked, how did uh, these stolen plants end up in his home? It's his uh, response that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Hmm. You want to know what he said? Yes. You want to guess?
1: Yes. Was it... That the plants grew legs, and then they happened to walk into his porch. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mutant, like or it was like Little Shop of Whores, and it was like Seymour, and it started singing to him. So, of course, he had to, like, bring the plant to his porch. Sadly,
0: no. Unless, as police point out, he dug up and stole the plants directly, including but not limited to a five-foot-tall plum tree, several rose bushes, lily plants, and a lilac bush from a property where he also stole tools and furniture. Um, Apparently, he claimed... Um, Four days ago, I woke up in the morning and found bushes in my driveway with a note and some tools. (laughs) The note read, welcome home and happy planting. Ah. And the things just appeared in his driveway overnight in the coming days, like lawn chairs, tables. He basically robbed somebody of their landscaping and then said that it just magically showed up.
1: It's just like Narnia is in my front yard, and it just magically teleported in, into my yard. So, of course, I'm going to follow instructions. Oh, honey.
0: Yeah, no. Apparently, no. though, somebody uh, called in an anonymous tip implicating him and another guy for the plant burglary. Um, so, the anonymous tipster uh, has not um, has not been identified. But, but like, but,
1: what was he going to do? Yeah. Like, like, why would you steal... Also, plants like that, this is I, just like, I those, don't understand.
0: This is just one of those things where I'm like, didn't you think the people would see the things that you stole and say, that's my thing that somebody just stole? Oh, right?
1: Right, exactly. That's where it's like, I mean, it's not like he
0: stole them from like the garden center, which, you know, um, if the garden center, had, you know, was paying attention, maybe they'd figure that out. But like, if you came home and your plants were stolen and then your neighbor had your plants. <laughs> might be kind of obvious because it's not like you're hiding your plane.
1: I was just hanging on to him. I thought you were going out of town for a while. Yeah. You I, just, uh...
0: I don't know. They just, they just I, showed yeah. up. Nice try. Nice try, Mr. Anderson. Okay, when we come back, oof, we're not doing the throwback live today because Colleen's not here, but what we are going to do is revisit a story we told you at the top of the show. And that story is the story of one Jerry Falwell Jr., who, well, in addition to being really nasty has uh, thrown out a bunch of lies that has everybody talking. And we'll tell you why when we come back right here on my talk one oh seven one. Oh, you guys, it has been a day and it's only Monday. Woo! Lori and Julie are coming up next, of course. And then we'll be on to Tuesday. Don't miss all our replays, though. If you missed any part of our show today or the morning show, Jason and Alexis or Donna and Steve, you can head to our app or our website, mytalk1071.com, for all those podcasts. One of the stories we're going to go back to from uh, earlier in the show. For this last segment, though, is uh, one about a guy named Jerry Falwell Jr. And you might think to yourself, why would Holly and Bradley, why today, Holly and Bradley, why would you talk about Jerry Falwell Jr. on your show? Well, because hot gossip, he's nasty. Hot gossip. And I can't even begin to, I don't know where to begin rather on this journey of crazy. But Holly, we learned today that Jerry Falwell Jr., mm, how should we put it? He lied to us about some stuff. Yeah. And uh people have been calling his hypocrisy out uh since learning the truth of what actually happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's like, yeah, 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 well,
1: because, well, you say you say, Bradley, we don't know where to begin with this story because this has been something that has been making headlines for several years, but it only recently came on our radar, maybe within the past couple of weeks. So the first thing was Jerry Falwell stepping down from his leadership duties at Liberty University indefinitely because some photographs from a party were published by Jerry Falwell Jr. himself on his social media
0: that and then inc- he had this weird, like, interview explaining those photos after the fact, remember?
1: Yeah, it was really awkward, because let's just ugh, he's cl- set the stage for those photographs.
0: Well, it's him and this woman, and I think it was at a party, I don't remember if it was on a boat or not, but it was some, like, outdoor party, and he's, like, holding this woman, not his wife, who's, like, showing her bare midriff, and his pants are unzipped.
1: He's showing his bare midriff, too. And his undies, and he's staring into the camera, inebriated at best, at worst. I don't even know what's going on with him in those photographs. So that
0: was uncomfortable. We were all like, what is going on over there? Well, this is sort of, that That sort of took precedence over these other stories we've heard. And you guys know that on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we love to listen to the blind items. And blind items have referenced something going on between Jerry Falwell Jr., his wife, And a pool boy. And I'm not even kidding you. It sounds like a Lifetime movie special. Turns out today we found out what actually was happening. And what made this story so fascinating is that according to the pool boy, he had an affair with Jerry Falwell's wife. And actually says he had an affair with the couple. Because while he and the wife had a physical relationship, Jerry Falwell, I don't even know how to say this. Just say it. Would watch in the corner.
1: Yeah, you, you, you know they were into that kind of stuff.
0: Now here's the the other thing. You might, and I've heard a lot of people say this today. Who cares? It's none of our business what these people do. You're absolutely right. Whatever floats your boat, man. Whatever uh-huh. trips your trigger, I'm fine with. I'm fine. Trust me. But I think the thing that has um, drawn a lot of people's attention is the hypocrisy of this individual who heads a university. Um, which, by the way, among other things, will suspend students for doing things like staying out past curfew. Um, There's a long list of things that the students are held uh, accountable for that the very leader of the organization isn't. Right. And because we've heard these rumors for years and they finally appear to actually have been true, and the only reason we're finding out about them is because... um, uh he was essentially outed by the pers- the one of the other people involved that hypocrisy has sort of given oxygen to the story in a way that on any other day of the week i don't care what people do i mean sure we love a good tabloid trash story yeah but for the most part i'd be the first to show up in the parade that says let your freak flag fly right, right?
1: because by all means this seems like it was a consensual Sexual experience yeah. between John Carlo, the pool boy, Jerry Falwell's wife, Becky and Jerry Falwell Jr. So it, it like everyone was having a good time. OK, whatever.
0: And he tried to run an end uh, or uh, do an end run around around this story before the story came out. So here's the story. Yeah. Reuters published an investigative report about this affair from the vantage point or from the account of the pool boy in question. I just call him Pool Boy because it's shorthand. His name is Giancarlo. He's now older, but he was 20 at the time uh, they met.
1: It paints a picture.
0: This this investigation was well underway when Jerry Falwell tried to preemptively change the narrative about the story that hadn't even been published yet by posting a letter, a 1,200-word statement to another news organization saying, you know, I'm just going to tell you about this affair. I was not involved um, and it really made me lose some weight, and I was really uncomfortable, And um, but now things are fine because we said, I'm sorry, and everybody's okay, don't look at this story, please. Well, not five minutes after that statement came out, almost quite literally, Reuters publishes this investigative report, and you're like, oh, well, that's why you put this statement out, Mr. Falwell Jr., because you knew they were going to publish this, and it was going to say things that clearly um we're not going to put you in a light that would mm, earn some respect from the leaders of your uh Liberty University board who are now currently investigating whether or not you will continue in that role uh-huh. which i have a hard time believing he'll be able to continue in that role
1: yeah i ooh, i don't i it's looking grim for him
0: and also he throws his wife under the bus ha
1: uh, right. Thank you. That's that's the other Thank thing you. that galls
0: me is that in his telling of what actually happened. He says his wife had an affair with this guy that he was not aware of.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Jerry Falwell Jr. You were a willing participant in all of that. You were just as horny and you were doing all sorts of other stuff. You may have not physically participated, but you were a part of that. Just as much
0: as your wife was. And so and so, if you believe that's true, that means that he threw his wife under the bus to save his career, which maybe his wife agreed with that. Maybe she signed up for that because, you know, but I don't know why. I don't know. It's just it's so sad. It's yes. so sad yeah. for everyone concerned, not because of the thing that happened, but because it was then uh turned into something political by him right and and the other thing that i hope people will look into is the money that was changing hands because by all account uh by all accounts they were involved in you know a business deal which you know to the tune of almost 2 million dollars right they right. they gave money to a 20 year old kid to start a business that he literally had no experience running
1: yeah because the pool boy was given this money to then run a youth hostel in Miami Beach, one that was LGBTQ friendly. Meanwhile, Jerry Falwell Jr., the president of Liberty University, running a campus with a $2 billion endowment that is not friendly to the LGBTQ community. Oh,
0: okay. Put it mildly. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that hypocrisy, I think, has given oxygen to the story in a way that I find completely fascinating. And I'm assuming we are going to continue to to see developments in throughout the throughout the mm-hmm. days and weeks ahead. Now,
1: there are other stories, too. I did kind of want to mention, too, with, yeah. with the money. And there's there's another story with a guy in a gym
0: that's yeah, this, separate I'm from the pool you, boy. But it there is, is so <laughs> much out there in plain sight. Oh,
1: and that has to do with money from Liberty University. So not it's not just Jerry Falwell Jr. taking his personal money and doing horny things with it. Allegedly, with other stories, it's that Liberty University is fronting the bill for some of these things, which is just another layer yeah. of corruption and all of this stuff. Yeah.
0: And we love a good corruption story, don't we, Holly? <sighs> yeah. All right. Sure well, do. we'll dig into that. Probably have some more for you tomorrow. Up next, though, Lori and Julia, with all the hot takes worth taking... I don't, do you know of anything in particular they're talking about, House?
1: Uh, no, I don't. I, but it's going to be hot. All right. going to be hot.
0: Hot gossip coming your way. And we'll be back tomorrow right here on Colleen and Bradley. Have a great afternoon. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply.